Welcome to RPGs Anonymous. We are entering episode three of the fading soft moonlight of twin moon shine down on the dunes of the barren wastes. A land of harsh winds, burning days, and freezing nights. The moonlight shines upon a beautiful oasis surrounded by palms and flowering cacti. The light moves slowly overhead to reveal a small terrace with a campfire burning happily in the center. And there the light shines upon our protagonists, newly brought to this time. I'm Nick, and let's meet the rest of the cast and their characters. Hi there, my name's Aaron. I'm playing Kaf Nazim. Time has not been kind to us. Hello, I am Colby, and I am playing uh, the Great Goose. And I'm Zachary. I'm playing Caius. Uh, mental health breakdown in character and in real life. And I am Jacob, and I'll be playing Al Abar. The Acolyte, everybody remain calm. This is completely according to the plan. This is expected. All right. So anybody want to do a quick recap uh, for the audience on what happened two weeks ago? So long. Chaos tried to kill us multiple times, I think. Yeah. It was mostly the bears, uh, but I mean. Two smart people and two nincompoops tried to survive in the desert. Uh, the smart people <laughs> failed miserably. The idiots uh, succeeded wildly, um, and then we found a bear corpse. After drinking saw. the water the bear was in, yes. Yes, yes uh-huh. after drinking the corpse water. That was real fun. I mean, to, to be fair, we wouldn't just die That's true. otherwise. So, yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, like, and then, you know, after we all obviously survived the struggle, we uh, meet up with a child of our past who is now an aged adult. And he whisks us off to some unknown land. He did. He started he playing a song. And Wait, is it is it unknown or is it just like this it's place like, in the past? It's like the place that we know, but but different and older. Oh, like sure. It, like if you leave home and don't return for like a few years and come back, and there's like new stuff in different places. And yeah. some old stuff where, like a lot of old stuff where it has been, but then like some old stuff is missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except we, we, we started to do that. And then he decided to, I think, do the opposite and take us back in time. Is that right? Uh, you or did go back that? in time. No, I think As, we went back in time. We just didn't go all the way back to our time back in time. Maybe. We're still uh, actually, in our future. I, if knowing right? what I know, I think we actually did. We went back a little bit before we all died. I think yeah, right? a few yeah. years. Yeah, about uh, about 10 years. I, I learned a song about this recently. I'm my own grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Goose in all of his glory. Uh, the song continues to play. Dawid is just uh, playing his harp. There is a glowing campfire in the center of the group here there are nice like silken cushions on the ground um, surrounding this fire you find yourself on an open terrace with uh, these pillars that are holding up a roof with a large uh, circular hole in the center, uh, looking down upon where you are, and the moonlight comes down uh, upon uh, your group. Um, If you were to look north, you would see, for those that have improvision, you see a table laden with all kinds of food, and I believe we ended with the sound of a babbling brook and a little girl's laughter. 
which you can hear uh, a little bit north and east of where you are. It is nighttime, uh, and David is still playing the harp and says to you all, All right, so I have to keep playing this during your test. This is a test that my my goddess has given to you all. Does Chaos recognize this place? Yes, immediately. Yeah, he's real quiet. Are we supposed to be scared of the laugh? Uh, uh, I, I mean... I'm not terrified of children, but I guess you might be. <laughs> Never underestimate it's them. It's part of the test. I can't. I can't. I can't give you any more hints. Does Al recognize this place? No, I don't think Al's ever been here. I think Kaf Nazim has been here. Uh, you would recognize this place as well. For you two, uh, you know this place as uh, the Crimson Sun Anatun, who was your pharaoh. Uh, this is where he used to go and be with his family and kind of vacation. Um, there is the feast hall. There is the living quarters off to the northeast. Directly east of you is another uh, kind of lounging area. And Case, in particular, you know that this is where uh, Anatune invited his niece and his brother and his and his brother's without wife. uh without uh saying too much this is where the war started right yes okay. this is where the war started okay and i i would say you two know that much okay then uh, i think case a little bit more kind of the first thing that happens at least with case is he gets real quiet kind of like looks around not like analyzing but like just kind of taking it all in um I think you can all pretty clearly see recognition on his, on his face. And then he gives a really slow, short, significant look to cough. And then uh, he stands up. I think he says, um, I'm pretty sure I know what we're doing here. Question is, when, Case? When is here? He kind of like looks around um, and gives you a quick judge of how long he thinks uh, it'll be. I don't, I don't know what, how far before things uh we are like what time of day or whatever i'm assuming whatever uh things go down at night right and it's not night mm-hmm. right now wait it why would night. we why are we assuming that we time travels this is a moment from the past how do you know that it's from because the they're alive but how do you know they've been here before this is a place they have been <laughs> They recognize it, and they know that it would only be able to exist at a time they were alive. Am I tracking? Okay, but like we're certain this is like real and not just like an illusion. Dawid just told us that it was part of the test. Yeah. It is an illusion. Regardless of whether it's real or an illusion, we're here. doesn't change right. things. This makes sense. So Still. what are we doing here? My question is why... Oh, I don't know that one. What are we doing here? It's Why put everybody else through this? I understand why I'm here. It's all part of the test to make sure that uh, you're you're the ones that we need. I'm mostly just the one looking for his cloak. Mm, same. I'm looking for my hat. I'm not the one. Well, that's what I assumed. But uh, then you went to the palace to stop on a tune. So this is your test. And then he goes back to continuing playing. Uh, as he plays... You do see that he has created a circle of blue light emanating from him uh, about that far out. And you all feel the heat exhaustion that you all experience start to fade away. Uh, If you had any damage uh, from your hit points, that's gone. And you feel uh, really good. 
in this little circle of blue light that's coming from the heart. I think nice. then Chaos probably immediately steps out of it. Okay. Hey, thanks, man. I'm going to go get a bite to eat. I run over to the table, stuff a okay. roll in my mouth, mutter if anyone wants anything. Uh, I want to start see kind of looking around to see if, see if anybody's around other than us. Or if it's just us at the moment. Yeah. Now you can see that room. Uh, it's not a table per se. It's more of a large dining rug. Um, people don't have a lot of wood. And so what they do have is usually used for like boxes and crates and things like that. Barrels. Uh, and so it's just kind of a dining rug with these really plump uh, sitting pillows. Um, there are no utensils. Uh, it's all just... Uh, food on platters. Um, it's a lot of tear and share um, breads, a cooked bird of some kind. Uh, you smell the spices of uh, cumin and saffron, uh, cinnamon. Uh, you see dates and uh, all kinds of like tropical fruits um, just laid out on the table. There are pictures of uh, beer at each end of the table or not table but rug chaos is going to go towards the laughing so you uh as you walk into the creek you kind of open up and see this area here uh to your right which is the large uh terrace that has uh some like sun lounges this terrace is much more open um, it looks like a place where someone would go to sun themselves. Um, you see a well uh, just outside and down some steps. Um, it's probably where they get a lot of their water that's, you know, for drinking and not for playing, like a small oasis creek that you see here. When uh, Chaos takes his first step into the creek, he, like, for right. just a second, like, doubles over. And I think he sees it's not real but he sees just a big pool of blood running through the water and he like his hands are covered in blood um and then when he like shakes himself off and stands back up it's it's back to normal um okay. and he starts walking forward uh, looking for the laughter okay as you walk so forward you turn around the corner and you see you see a room with uh some sleeping mats and a little girl playing with a puppy i just kind of stand there so yeah, you you guys right. see him uh, like make a beeline over there. He stop like stops and like leans over, like doubles over for a second uh, in the middle of the water, and then and then steps forward and then just stands there awkwardly. Well, let's go back to Kafnazim. What were you? Kaf uh, approaches Dawid uh, while he's playing the harp. Were our intentions and our actions in your previous life not enough to prove our worth? To be honest, it's it's not my test. This is the test of the gods. So Ten Haket questions our metal? Yes, as does Sapet, Seret, Ked. We, we, we gave everything. It's not enough. That's what I was told. I was told I had to live long enough to bring you here to your test. And I have waited centuries. Long enough to torture us again. I see. Sometimes um, the gods are um, cool. Why? So this, this does not seem torturous to me. Um, cough. Uh, maybe if you tell us why, this may sound insensitive, I'm sorry, but if you tell us why this seems torturous to you, we, myself and Goose, can help. Did someone say my name? 
Yes. The royal so, family dies tonight and it starts the war. Oh, oh, you think we're supposed to stop that? I don't know. Are we supposed to stop it or watch it? What mm. do the gods wish from us? Do we interfere? Do we change? I think that's the point. If they're wanting to test us. Can they, uh, can I see and hear this from where I am? Um, I think you're, if they're not talking above a, a regular uh, level, oh. these walls block off that. Uh, that I would say I, well. I am. It's like an open doorway, but I'm like shouting back. Oh, yeah. I guess you're talking very loud. You hear Goose's half of the conversation. And if they do respond to Goose, it's uh, quite loud. Yeah. And I moved close enough to Deweed not to have to yell. Okay. Yeah. So you're sitting next to him. And Alabar is on the other side of Deweed, so our conversation is fairly Mm -hmm. muted. So, Deweed, there's uh, there's no, can't tell me, Al, you know, your buddy, what we're supposed to do. I don't think Deweed knows, Uh, Alabar. I I was a child at the time, so I, I don't really know what happened. As a child, what was your perception of the events, though? I'm very curious. From what my father told me, Case brought people to this place and murdered Miriam, the daughter of Osirishah, and uh, her mother, as well as their guards, and then left the bodies to rot, which is the ultimate insult to leave a body unprepared for burial. Huh, interesting. I'm going to wait. I'm, I'm going to find. Case, Cos, Chaos, Chaos, Chaos. Just remember, his name is Alcaeus, so it's just Chaos for short. Okay. Uh, at that point, um, can I get everybody to roll a d6 for me? Oh. Six. I got a six too. Also, as well, as well. Likewise, some six. Latin gibberish meaning same as before. I hope we want big numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you look at your character sheet what is your surprise Mm. usually it's like a one and two or a where 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 would it like what um skill or ability uh it's usually at the top of the sheet i got a one by the way uh it would be Dex. Surprise. Dex. Yeah. yeah, plus one. Yes. So you have a plus one. All right. So everyone that got a six, you notice uh, a sound uh, off to the north. And you hear it's just, it's a very quiet sound. Like someone has just had their lungs punctured by a very sharp, pointy object. Uh, you hear, and then it goes quiet. You hear a body hit the sand. I run to it. Just to the north of you is a soldier wearing uh, crimson uh, robes with a spear. Um, and then they're, they have uh, a mask covering their face. Um, and they are in combat gear. And they're looking at you as they lower a body to the ground. Can I help you? He just starts walking towards you. And I think that's time for initiative. 
Welcome to the Multiverse, everyone. I'm Zachary, your editor and your resident murder himbo, and I have some quick announcements and whatnot for everyone. This episode three and four, I had a little bit of audio issues. I'm sure you guys can already tell a little bit. The quality isn't quite up to what I'd like it to be, so I apologize for that. But we had a lot of fun getting into the AD&D combat and mechanics. There's a lot of good contextualization and narrative in there as well, so they're still very enjoyable. We want to give a huge thank you to Of Gods and Game Masters, who wrote the detailed descriptions and histories for the Pantheon of Deities we're using for Mitzrayim. You can commission your own Pantheon by contacting them on Twitter at Jack Gogsbane, G-A-C-K-G-O-G-S-B-A-N-E, or elsewhere at Linktree slash of gods and game masters, underscores between the words. Next is an equally big thanks to T. Elliot Cannon, who wrote the Indigo Oasis Adventure Module. That's what we're using to inspire this episode in the next. They gave us permission to use it in part for our current arc, and you can check out their free adventures for D&D and Pathfinder at tellietcannon.com. Links for both of these in the show notes. We just got done with a giveaway recently on Twitter for some really cool dice. And we're going to be doing a couple more in the next six months or so. Uh, one for uh, Twitch milestones and one for our RSS milestones. So keep an ear out for that and tell your friends. I think that's all I have for you. So as always, thank you all so much for listening and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Bye. So everybody remember how to do initiative in first edition? No, nope. not at all. That's a D ten from per group. So one of you can roll. Oh God! So okay. who's going to roll for? The- yeah, who's rolling that? It shouldn't be me unless two. you want to go last. Okay, there we go. A two. Oh, yeah. All right. I got a four, so I will be going first. Uh, spellcasters, are you casting your one and only spell slot in the first oh, round? Oh, did we get that? Yes, you got yourself uh, a spell slot back. Dang. All right, give me a second. Remember, you all rested in the well. Yeah. So give me a rundown of what, what exactly, what do I see? Am I just hearing something at this point? You are only hearing something. The only one that sees somebody is Goose. So if you'd like, you could just have your actions be you approach the noise, because you didn't hear it. You rolled a six. Probably hears me, like, speaking to it. Yeah. I'm going to cautiously move towards it. Okay. So go ahead and move your token. Uh, you can move six squares, six inches. So that's about 30 feet for those that uh, are at home listening. What direction is the sound coming from? North of you. Okay. But I always like to ask the spellcasters if they're going to cast a spell because they run on a separate initiative from everybody else. Yeah, I'm definitely going to start my spell. It takes a full round to cast, and it's blessed. And during that round, I will be moving forward to try and include everybody. So I'm going to move forward towards the middle of the room that we're currently in, closer to the edge of the the water, past the steps. Or, or the okay. entrance to Sorry. the water area. So I can yeah, try to. So it steps going down into the water. So, so I can try to include Chaos be- and okay. Alabar and Goose if he doesn't get destroyed soon. Okay. Yeah. Do you I, have to be able to see everyone for that? Or is it just within a certain. It's uh, an area of effect. It's, it's five oh, by cool. five. Okay. You can definitely get Case. Well, he's 30 feet from you from where you're at. Uh, Goose is 35. You can get Alabar. I'm, I'm more worried about Chaos, so I'm going to actually step down towards the water then using those stairs okay. so I can, All because right. I'm worried about Chaos. I, I know what's okay. going to happen. And 
he needs the help. Yeah. Okay. So that takes a full round. Uh, Goose, what are you doing? Because this guy's engaging you. And- I have a vague memory that I might have made up of picking up some kind of ceremonial dagger at some point. Uh, I believe you all have a short sword, uh, a pair uh, a pair of short swords, I believe, if I remember correctly, and a rusty mace. So yeah, you could have one of those short swords. Okay. Don't know where the dagger idea came from. Maybe I'm just That's okay. thinking of uh, old Disney well, movies. What anyway. you wish you had. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, this uh, assassin has a spear showing. I'll draw my short sword and take a swing at him. Okay. Roll the hit. Is that just a D20? It's just a D20. Unless you are uh, more than just proficient in short swords. If you're specialized, you get bonuses. Uh, no, just proficient. Okay. Yeah, so no minuses. So what'd you get on your 20? An 11. And you're a ranger, correct? I am. So you need a 14 to hit this guy. Hmm. Well, that didn't work. Yep. So you swing doing your attack routine for a whole minute swinging at this guy, and he's just blocking it with his spear or dodging. He seems to fight a lot like you remember Chaos fighting. Guys, could I get some help? And how how does disengaging work? Is that an action? Uh, no, it's not an action. You can choose to move because you haven't moved yet. Uh, he will take a swing at you. Um, so there's no way to safely disengage and not get. Yeah, you can you can move half your speed to get away from him. If you turn and run, he will try and stab you. Okay. Yeah, so you can make like a ta- what they call a tactical retreat in the player's handbook. Okay, but there's no way to move and make the attack not happen. Uh, no, yeah, he would not attack you if you didn't turn and run. Okay, I'll, I'll just back away. Move 15 yeah, through the food. Yeah, straight, <laughs> food. straight back through the food. All right, uh, so we have Alabar, Kof, Chaos, what are you doing? Nothing, absolutely nothing. Sitting here, standing there okay. awkwardly, watching this little girl play with the dog. Okay. All right. And Bless goes off. What does Bless do in first edition, Aaron, for those that don't know? Oh, boy. What does Bless do in first edition? How do you explain it? It's it's very similar to fifth, in my opinion, but it adds a plus one to your ability to hit things. And it, it basically raises the the happiness of all your friends around you. It's a it's a five by five area effect spell, and it uh, basically smiles on their faces. Yeah, it just basically makes it a little better for you in combat. Is really what it yep. does. Plus one to all hits. Okay, um, and that will affect uh, the dog. Yeah, Alabar and Ajax, Alabar and Case. Uh, Goose, you're a little far away, unfortunately. You're about uh, ten feet too far. That is unfortunate. <laughs> all right at this point they are going to move this guy appears that's as far as he got and Chaos out of the corner of your eye this guy appears as he runs up onto the terrace with weapons drawn and straight ahead of you you'll see another guy appear at the edge of the map so we're going to make our attacks on Goose because you're the only one close enough for me to attack this round. That is fair. They were sneaking up to try and hit you guys. So. All right. Monster attack matrix. What is your armor class with no armor? <laughs> uh, with no armor? 
Yeah, because you're not wearing any armor. You're wearing mummy rags. My dex bonus is four. So that will put you at a six then, I think. A six, okay. Uh, I did not hit you. Uh, With a 14, I missed. Whiff. So he tries to jab you with his spear as you're backing away and you're parrying with your sword. Um, Probably frantically trying to keep his spear away from you. Mm -hmm. Um, And that will be the end of the round. Um, So let's roll our d10 again find out which group goes first this time. Someone else roll. I got a a 7. So you have to beat a 7. Nine. All right. You guys go first. Who would like to go? Uh, I do, because all I'm going to do is take a few steps forward. So I'm standing right next to the, the uh, Miriam and the dog. Okay. That's it. I'm just standing there uh, again, like just like deadpan, like straight face, just like sta- like staring at her and the dog. The dog looks familiar. It is a sleek hound puppy with tiny little nubbins on the top of its head. Oh, he's so cute. He's very cute. And right now he is uh, growling at something behind you. I don't know if you've noticed the soldier, uh, but you're facing her. Uh, Whether uh, he's noticed it or not, uh, he's not. He doesn't seem to be doing anything about it either way. Okay, so Chaos has made his uh, choices for the round. Who else is going to go? I will... Go ahead and take another swing with this short sword. Okay. And just to be clear, because these attacks take like a full minute, um, you're actually doing an attack routine. And so if you hit, go ahead and give me a good description of what you did to fake this guy out and cause him to lose hit points. It doesn't necessarily have to be a hit where you stabbed him. It could just be like you sliced a little piece of his uh, face cloth off and it wore him out. What'd you get? 14. I think I said that's what you needed, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Um, so go ahead. Yes, you uh, you hit him. Uh, so go ahead and tell me what happens. Yeah, as we were, me kind of backing up and him coming forward, we were parrying each other, hitting back and forth, kind of testing where each other was. And uh, I started to make a swing that I'd already made like seven times at this point, but then dropped it lower than I had before, just catching past his guard and kind of like slicing along his forearm. Okay, so it's just a s- tiny little scratch on his arm, but uh, you did draw first blood. Uh, go ahead and roll damage for me. A short sword is a d6. I don't know if you have a good strength bonus, but that would also be added into the damage if you have one. Uh, let's you gotta have see. like a 16 strength to even get a plus one, I think. You have to have, I believe, a 17 to get... Well, well, I, I think you get a plus one on 16 and a 17. Yeah, I only have a 15 strength. Okay. But I rolled a 6. So what'd you get? A 6? Whoa! Uh, we're gonna actually retcon that instead of just being a tiny scratch. You gash him pretty good. Uh... You actually see bone showing as you slice off a large chunk of meat from his arm. That hurt a lot. And he is now breathing heavily as he uh, readies himself for his attack routine. Cuff, what are you doing? I am advancing forward through the water noisily and using the mace to draw the attention of the guard that just entered across from me. 
He entered okay. the other side of the building through the stairs, and I'm trying to take his attention off of Chaos. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me uh, a 3d6 roll and get under your charisma if you can. See if you can intimidate this guy. I rolled an 11. And your charisma is? Good luck finding that on my sheet. <laughs> Do you not know your charisma? I don't. Oh, your charisma? You don't know your charisma? Nope. I would put that in the top six most that, important things. Yeah, it's a 13. You, it's, <laughs> for me, that would be literally number six on the top six. Yeah. It's a 13. <laughs> it's a 13. You succeed. Yes. He notices you and he turns towards you uh, with his spear ready. Yeah, I'll just I'll just brandish I'll brandish the mace and I'll make him advance towards me. I moved fifth, uh, what, ten feet. I didn't move very yeah. far, just enough to get his attention. Okay, yeah, and he notices you and he uh, turns towards you like he's going to move towards you on his turn. Uh, Al, what are you doing? Did Al freeze? No, no. Al is, <laughs> Al is casting hypnotism. Ooh. Oh, how many segments does that take? One. <laughs> One. Fast. Ooh. Yeah, it's quick. You actually go before everybody else. Uh, who are you casting this on? Uh, I can cast up to six creatures. Oh, so how many? <laughs> how many of the? How many of the things can see me? Uh, you can see three from where you're standing, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, because there are walls in the way of some of them. You can see the one behind you. The one across the way to the right, uh, over by Kaf, and the one next to Goose. Uh, let's see. Can you actually see? Is that a thing that's in the way? Do we have a straight line. There, there's a bookcase in the way. I don't think okay. you can see that guy. You could take a step forward and see him. So we'll just say that you, uh, what, what you did is you, you forgot that you had this really fast spell, and <laughs> at the last second you're like, oh yeah, I can do this. Well, yeah, I think I only spell. saw one per one of them, and was like, oh, I don't want to, I don't yeah. want to, I get, I only think big. I'm gonna, if I'm gonna blow this spell. It can't be on one person. Like there's five of us. That's it can't so, be a single person. But when I see what three. I'm like, all right, yeah, all right, all right. We'll hypnotize them. Okay, and what does hypnotize do? Uh, that's a fantastic question. I know it's a first level spell. Yeah, so the gestures of the illusionist along with his droning incantation cause from one to six creatures to become susceptible to suggestion. See um, the third level magic user suggestion spell. The suggestion must be given after the hypnotism spell is cast, and until that time, the success of the spell is unknown. Note that the subsequent suggestion is not a spell, but simply a vocalized urging. Creatures which make their saving throw. How do I know what the saving throw is? Uh, I will roll. Yeah, it's based I mean, on your it's based on your level. It doesn't it's not something you would know. Okay. Fascinating. <laughs> there, there's a chart. Mm. <laughs> and uh all monsters are basically fighters. Unless otherwise specified. Okay. So uh they will roll their save. This is a 
uh, spell saving throw for those that uh, have never played first edition. There's a saving throw matrix uh, for characters and humanoid types. And it's got like paralyzation, poison and death are on the same chart. Petrification and polymorph are on the same chart. Rod, staff and wand, uh, breath weapon and spell have their own. So uh, I will roll. And also, you make your suggestion at the end of the spell, so you'll have to tell me what your suggestion is, oh. and we'll find out if it's successful. Okay, I rolled three times. What is your suggestion? Um, one second. Holy crap, this... this... That's a third-level spell yeah. for, for magic users. So it's actually better This is so you. broken. Uh, yes, you're an illusionist. <laughs> this is like magic. the only thing you do is make my life miserable. That's the job of the illusionist. Also, suggestion only affects one creature, and your spell can affect uh, up to six. Uh, uh, quick question. Have I noticed, would there be any reason for me to suspect that they don't speak just common or whatever the equivalent like, yeah, uh, no, there's no reason to think okay. that they don't speak what you're speaking. They're from your country. Okay. You are a crimson sun, albeit not a very good one, considering you betrayed the pharaoh. But that's fine. I don't really see any, like, limitations on the length. Like... Per- correct. What? <laughs> what? And it, la- and it lasts uh, an hour plus one hour for every level you are. So oh it'll last a minimum of two hours. What are the, uh, we actually have a good question from chat. What are the components for this spell? Uh, verbal and uh, material, but for him, because he's an illusionist, it's whatever the hypnotism ones are. Uh, mm-hmm. What does it look like? Yeah, so hypnotism components are verbal and somatic. Uh, so <laughs> the thing that you, yeah, the thing you need to have it, yeah, somatic. That's nuts. <laughs> so you don't even need an item. That's <laughs> God. Yeah, yeah, I'm literally doing the like creepiest. Like, <laughs> yes, you, <laughs> you, you magnificent person. <laughs> people. There's three of them. People. You What's your suggestion? People. you've accomplished your task and you want to go home to see your families who love you okay so so you will leave and go see them he does say person each of them thinks he's speaking intimately only singularly to them Uh, so for hypnotism the duration is different. It's one minute. It's one round plus one round per level. So two minutes in this case. But Whatever. yeah, they'll walk away for two whole minutes. Yeah. <laughs> if they that's fail. solid. Uh, so it is their turn. Um, so at this point, yeah, he's using his ASMR voice to convince folk into doing what he wants. Using my one spell for this, too. <laughs> And yep. wiggly fingers. And wiggly fingers. <laughs> wiggly <Arnix>. fingers. So, <laughs> on their turn, this guy walks away. So we're going to blink him out of existence. This guy turns around and walks away from Goose. Uh, I will give you a free attack if you'd like. Yeah, I would like. Uh, uh. I mean, I 
I don't yeah. know how much I understand what you just did. Yeah, it's fair. Oops. They're not supposed to get giant. They're supposed to move. Why? Uh, so while you guys are miss, this, miss, miss, and that one. Uh, Thank God. That one. So you swing and he goes away. I go to uh, um, do kind of like an uppercut swing and my sword gets caught in some bread. A bread loaf. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> nice. We got a bread loaf. And it was the guy behind you. You managed to get four of them because you moved. I had the distinct <sighs> advantage of hearing Alabar casting, so I don't worry about it. Yep. So now the only ones you see, uh, Casey's that guy over there. And I think, uh, Casey, if you were to turn around and look behind you, you would see the other one uh, at the end of the Southern Terrace. So they're going to move now. And you took out four. So that's pretty impressive. This guy climbs up. So it's just going to take a good chunk of his movement, but he'll get to there. And this guy is going to sprint. He sprints forward north, uh, leaving the southern terrace with the uh, chase lounges and a large resting rug uh, towards the sleeping quarters. Um, the sleeping quarters are uh, rather nice. They have like little stands. Um, the The walls have large uh crimson curtains that close off at night when they're going to be sleeping right now they're open it's just a little girl and her puppy and case in this room and now a, a crimson uh soldier uh is there so they won't get to attack this turn because they had to move really far so we'll roll initiative again for round three i, I got, got a six three. you got a six yes. all right so you guys go first again so uh I think we're all out of spells, so melee. I will start running where I think Chaos is, since you described them as fighting as I have seen Chaos fight. I am concerned that he has something to do with this, so I'll run. Okay. Uh, So So if you're only moving, you can move twice, so feel free to move. Two, three, four, six. So I can get right beside Cough. I'm kind of standing in the little channel of water they have as I'm mm-hmm. trying to run into the room. Yeah, and while you're moving, Cough is moving as well. So you just see me leave around the corner. I move directly up facing Chaos and say, there's one behind you. Chaos, you hear that as Cough walks up to you? Al, what are you doing? Yeah, so I, Al is going to, where is everyone? Okay, everybody's obviously moving in this direction. So Al is going to also just dash this way. What? That gives him six squares or yeah. something? One, uh, two. It would, it would be uh, 12 squares. Yeah, 12 is normal. You, norm- you normally six, move six. Yeah, six one-inch increments. Which eight, is five nine, eight. 10, 11, 12. And while he's going that way, he's like... Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. Go! <laughs> you leave! <laughs> That's it! Just like, I went pew pew! We go! <laughs> okay. I've been to parties like this. You don't want to be here in like two minutes. No, four <laughs> minutes. Take up time to get back. Uh, I, have a, I, I have a question. Um, uh huh. Is this going how I remember it going? 
very so similar. Fun. You remember ordering your men to uh, kill the guards and murder the queen as she was out walking along the creek bed. You personally were going to enter by the uh, fireplace terrace and then walk casually across the creek and murder a little girl. So um, what is this soldier's name? That's a great question. This is why we have name generators. I I, can... I did not name the uh, people. What are his why hobbies? Why would I do that? I have, um, I have a name, if you would like it. What is... Have, what does he look like? Deepest core memory. Um, so I generated the name uh, Tarek. And I think okay. I think, somebody put that in the notes. Yeah. Um, I think this is probably. Right. I, I, I don't know. You you can describe this person, but um, every everybody else is running up behind where Fitz is, um, and you just hear. I said Fitz, uh, where Chaos is, um, and you just hear him say very quietly, "Tarek, where am I?" He doesn't seem to recognize you, but he does pull his spear into a more guarded position. Uh, which one is that he's talking to? The one behind him? Uh, the uh, one in front of me. It would be the one in front of you. Oh, hold okay. On. Stopped. Okay. Yeah. I also come around the corner and say, oh, shit, I didn't see that one. Yeah. So, so then the, when, when he kind of like, he, he pulls back, um, I think maybe this, this is a, a younger guard. Uh, uh, he's like kind of does this like shrinks back a little bit in this guarded stance. And I say, where is the Viper right now? And so that will end the uh, round on your side. And you hear footsteps, very loud, very cocky, as this person walks up uh, across this terrace. Goose, you can turn around and see him. It's Chaos wielding the double-bladed sword staff in full crimson garb. Yes, what's going on? He continues walking forward. Does the other one answer when, when Gray says that? Uh, no. Chaos, I need you to stop right now. I, um, I turn and I put my hand on Off's shoulder and I say, don't kill Tarek. He's a fine, fine young man. Give me the sword. Uh, <laughs> which one's Tarek? And I'll hand you the other sword. The one I'm, I'm holding. The, I'm holding the mace, uh, and okay. I'm going to uh, take the uh, take it and walk forward. So, are you interposing <laughs> yourself between Tarek and the girl? No, and Miriam. I'm leaving Tarek to you, who is the one at the at the north. Tarek is the one uh, uh, to the north who is closest to uh, Miriam. The one the that girl. the one that's at my back. Yes, the one that is yeah, excellent. At <laughs> we're gonna have to roll another initiative here in a second um and you guys won initiative though so this is all on your one minute of talking man y'all where did i where did i put where did i put my speed what is wrong with me man it's a 30 okay just yeah, so you I believe know. You, I believe you. Okay, yeah. So that's uh, are these ten foot or five? I can six squares, right? These are five foot squares. Well, yeah. All right. Cool. Um. Yeah. So then, uh, I I take the sword and I walk up and I okay. stand in front of the viper, Alcaeus Ben Kufu Asim. Uh. But then then I'll say Gray. Uh. Say say to Gray. Uh. Whatever happens, make sure Miriam gets out of here. Don't worry about me. Okay. Uh, Wait, the, not worry about you, you, or him, larger. you. 
get behind me. <laughs> That's the only way I respond. <laughs> <laughs> and Goose looks between two people. Oh no. Goose, it's your turn. What are you doing? <laughs> you have this wonderful conversation with Chaos. Uh, <laughs> Very enlightening conversation from Chaos. Uh, teenage angst. I'm like, you're not my dad. And I take a few steps forward and swing at the one approaching. Okay. <laughs> a chaos of diverges in the wood. Which path do you take? <laughs> <laughs> this one's labeled the serpent chaos. Go ahead and roll the hit. I don't know what version of me you Ooh, used. Nine. Are we in a, Regardless, I'm uh, kind of scared. Are we in a different universe? Uh, a nine does not hit. So you go into your attack routine with your short sword, and uh, he kind of just nonchalantly dances around you. It's like watching a cat play with a mouse. I am thoroughly convinced I'm the cat. (laughs) (laughs) I have you on your toes now! The dog spends a a full round growing to its full size. Chaos did something. Alabar, what are you doing? Uh, wishing I had cast fog. Um, <laughs> something something I'll have more spell spots. Oh my gosh. Uh, and I don't hey. have any weapons. I'm guessing I left all the other weapons to everybody else because everybody is much more proficient at weapons than I. So right. a request from chat, hoping that this devolves into food fight. So yeah, there is a table full of food that is in the other room around the corner. You could go get something to throw, I guess. There's still a piece of bread stuck to the end of my sword. Sure, if you want to get into that, I is that a bed over to my left? Yep, that's a uh, sleeping mat. Yes. Oh, so there's not it's not like elevated off the ground or anything. No, but there is a pillow in like a pretty nice pillowcase that you could probably use. Professional pillow fighter Alabar entering a ring. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yes, just remember you have a plus one. And you have a plus one to hit. (laughs) Hey, that's what I get normally. So you are just as good as level one chaos at pillow. Sorry, Goose. Actually, yeah, I'm going to run over and grab one of those pillows. Okay, go ahead and move your token for me. And you grab a pillow and you get ready to fight. Yeah. But I'm, no, I'm like shaking the pillow out. Oh, I'm like, like use it as a net. Yeah, like just. Oh, okay. So you're like just getting the pillowcase, huh? Yeah. That's, that's actually a smart okay. move instead of. It's like, oh, that actually makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Not so you dumb. Sh- shake out the goose down that's inside the pillow, um, and like it just kind of falls all over the bed. That'll be your turn. Uh, cough. I think you're the only one that has it gone. Man. Yeah, cough. Cough moves over in front of the child, Miriam. I, I, hope, I hope looks Alan directly at, long enough to level up. Looks directly at Tariq and goes, Tariq. Chaos said you are valuable and worth living. No verbal response, but he will move up to try and stab you with a spear. Would you like to take a swing as he walks up to you? Uh, uh, (laughs) I would like to go full defense if I can. I don't know how that's going to affect Uh, things. I don't want to hit him first. Okay. 
That's fine. So you are going to go into full defense. I will give you a uh, minus two to your AC. So whatever your AC is, it's now two lower. Excellent. Which should help you significantly. That puts me at seven. So he's going to take his swings on you. Uh, That's a miss. So he takes a swing with his spear and just totally whips. Your defensive actions help fend it off, uh, and it doesn't tire you like you thought it would, so you don't take any damage from parrying and all that stuff. And I believe it's the rest of their turns, so uh, Chaos is going to attack Goose. Hey, Zach, he's one-on-one. What does your weapon do when he's one-on-one? Oh, it gets better. (laughs) (laughs) It does which version of it, because it, it does extra damage. This is just the base storm. Okay, then I believe it's... <laughs> I don't want to say it! <laughs> uh, no, say it. Do it, do it. Do I it. believe well, it is... I rolled a 10. Oh my gosh, is Goose going to get one shot? I hope so. Is this going to be the quickest I've ever seen one of Colby's characters ever die? It <laughs> might be. I don't think I've ever managed to kill one of Colby's yeah. characters. So. Oh my god. It's your white whale. <laughs> I've tried so Uh, much (laughs) it it, it gets uh, plus 5 bonus damage at the second tier oh okay so in single combat nothing happens at this one okay so 10 okay and what's your armor class Uh, 6 I believe 6 oh I missed so he uh, goes into a whirlwind of swords um He's going to make his second attack. Uh, It's even worse. And so he just misses with both attacks, uh, attack routines. You managed to fend him off uh, quite valiantly. He's probably Uh, smirking, though. And uh, he probably also looks like like he has not broken a sweat. If Goose notices that, he kind of like in the middle of like parrying and, you know, reposting and everything, he... uh, Flicks the bread so some crumbs get on Chaos's face. That's and <laughs> just insulting, adding insult to injury. Uh, there's uh, a reroll, but I didn't see when it there came was in. a reroll. Was that what for was the, one of the attacks for me to attack? Sure. Me? What? Yep, that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. Okay. It did, Ooh, it did come before we resolve. Yeah, that no. yeah natural motion likes blood. Oh, oh yeah. no! I think, I think definitely what happens. There's your blood. Gray, you flick the crumbs at him. You see, he's just he's he, he's very obviously toying with you. If you flick the crumbs at him, and then the smirk just drops, and immediately uh, he lands a blow. Yeah. <laughs> What's the damage on that die uh, for a rank one? If he's using the big one, <laughs> he's using the big one, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a uh, uh, two to eight plus five. So 2D4. Okay, so two D four, and it's a nat twenty. Um, so there are no critical hits in first edition, but let's uh, find out from our players. Do you all want critical hits? I think. Do you guys know the crit cards? I gr- growing up, we had complete percentile crit charts for crits yeah. and fumbles. Yeah. And yeah. I have charts. I'm just asking. Do you want to? I would like crits. I think it's okay. really interesting if we do like the crit cards or the crit charts or something like that. We're all okay. yeah. cool stuff can happen. I, I always love that stuff. Yeah, I, okay. I, I love the crit charts. Uh, you, you live and die by them. I've won many battles with them. I've lost legs lost and arms. Too? Yeah, oh yeah, I've lost legs and arms to them. 
We're about, We're about to. to. We're yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. No. no, no, no. This is going to turn into some Colby survive somehow, like BS. And You're probably right. He's gonna, he's gonna like crit in a way that gets his weapon stuck or something. I somehow, hope. I just totally. Yeah. So, so somehow, it turns out even better than him just missing. That is something that has happened like, before. Like it brings Gray into uh, into like blood range, right. and we find out uh, that he's actually a barbarian. And if I remember right, we pulled our crit charts out of Dragon Magazine back then. Right. So I got a yeah, I have a seventeen on my crit chart here. So for this one, it is a deep slice. Roll damage dice twice and add them together. And the creature is bleeding for the next minute. They lose 1d8 hit points at the start of each of their turns. Never mind. I regret every decision. So, uh... I don't regret anything. So it's 11 points of damage. Are you still standing? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I am, because rangers get... He's a a ranger, so... That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? How is that? Because yeah. because Rangers were broken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rangers. I think barbarians I and monks. That I am I'll start with one two hit die. Point away from barbarian for the rest of my life. I'm mm. so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a wish spell would fix that. All right. Anyway, I'll start working. That's on okay. I'm level two now, so this is good. Are you level two? I will be after tonight. Absolutely. Oh, if we survive, you probably will be at the end of the fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, just entering it's the okay. encounter put me over uh, level two. So you yes. Hear, yeah, you hear from Dawid. Oh no! Why did they leave the blue light? And he keeps playing. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so after that is our soldier number two behind case who's going to try and stab you in the back with a spear uh ooh, uh 16 i believe is going to hit your armor shots now i get to roll well geez uh what was your ac again uh eight it's a 10 really you don't have any decks yeah that's a zero That sucks. Uh, I only need an 11 to hit you. So spears, luckily they don't do a ton of damage. One point of damage. So he just nicks yeah, Surprise! I, I, I don't even think I, I, I like, he, he gives it, like, he literally, like, the reason it happens is that he's like, oh, I'm going to attack this person, they're going to defend, and Kay is just walking away. He's just walking away yeah. from this dude. Alright. That's initiative. You've been listening to RPGs Anonymous, a weekly actual play tabletop role-playing game podcast and live stream. Our current arc, The Fading, uses Advanced Dungeons & Dragons 1st Edition by Wizards of the Coast. We stream our recording sessions live every Monday evening at 6.30 Pacific Time, 9.30 Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash rpgsanonymous. Aaron, Jacob, Colby, Nick, and Zachary are our cast members, and you can find them or the show in general on Twitter at rpgsanonymous1 via email at rpgsanonymous at gmail.com or in our public discord, which you can find and join from linktree slash rpgsanonymous. Artwork for the show is done by Miles Lloyd. Music and editing are done by ZR Kaler. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the multiverse. Multiverse.